They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Hello, everyone. Today, I am going to actually share with you a little bit about how I met the love of my life and share with you just a little bit about that story. I have so many people ask me questions about how I was able to meet my soulmate and, you know, what were kind of some of the things that happened. So, I'm going to take you back to where I was before I met him, just because I think that plays a significant part on how I was able to find him and be able to then take that and and really manifest what I was desiring in my life. So I remember... It was actually Tony Robbins and he was talking about how you can manifest your dream life of your relationship. And he said, one of the things that you need to do is you need to put down what your ideal person would be like. And I remember thinking about that going, okay, well, I know what I don't like, but I'm not really sure what I want. And he said, right after I had thought made, you know, had that thought in my head, he said, if you don't know what you want, then what is it that you don't like or don't want in your life? Then take that and shift it to the positive. So I looked back at some of the things that my life, you know, kind of was what was happening in my past and some of the things I didn't like about that. And I thought, okay, let's shift that to the positive. And so I did, I started looking at those things. And then he said, you know, the most important thing you need to look at is what are your core values? Because if you want to attract someone, you want to attract somebody that has the same values, the same interests. doesn't mean that you have to have all the same interests. So don't get me wrong. But at least those core values need to match up. So what do I mean by that? Well, if you're a person that believes in God and maybe even have a certain kind of way that you express your spirituality in serving God, you want somebody that also has those same values so that there's not this clash or kind of struggle in that area. And so when I 
put this down, I put down that I wanted somebody that was very spiritual and that believed in God and that wanted to have a very close relationship with him. That was super important to me. So that's what I put down. I also put specific things that I wanted like how tall he was. I knew that I wanted him to be 6'2 or better. I knew that I wanted him to want to be kind of an outdoorsy person that likes to hike, do outdoor things, stays active and, you know, just doing things that that I loved. And I sat down and I wrote all of this list out. And then I looked at it and said, okay, yeah, this is my ideal guy. Now, was I looking for him to have every trait that I had on here? No, but I knew that I needed him to have my core values. So lo and behold, I put that away and I ended up going on a cruise with my mom. I actually called my mom. It's kind of a last minute thing. It was within a few weeks of actually taking off on the cruise. I called my mom and I said, Hey mom, there's this cruise. Do you want to go with me? And she's like, uh, yeah, I'd love to. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to book it and let's go and enjoy ourselves and have fun. And so we did book the cruise two, three weeks later, I go down. We only had to drive because ours ported out of Long Beach. So it wasn't too far from where my mom was. And so we were able to just drive down, get on the ship and then just go from there. And so we get on the ship and we board early. And I remember as we boarded and we go into the elevator, I ended up seeing this handsome man that was getting in the elevator as well. And super tall guy, had a son with him, and he just seemed very intriguing and very handsome and not that I was thinking anything romantic or anything like that but I just he caught my attention if you will and we said hi and that was really the gist of it we got off on the same floor he went one direction I went the other with my mom and he went with his son and we ended up being on the same floor together now just because you're on the same floor together does not mean that you'll see that person again throughout the ship because there was many people that I saw at the very beginning boarding that I never saw the rest of the trip. But what happened was after we got situated, we decided let's go check out the ship and just kind of see what things are available and maybe do some fun things. So my mom and I went around and we found out there was miniature golfing at the very top of the ship. And we thought, oh my gosh, that sounds like fun. Let's go do that. So we were looking for the golf clubs and lo and behold, here comes that tall man that I talked about that was in the elevator and him and his son. And he had the golf clubs in his hand and we were looking for where we needed to get them so that we could go play. And so I'm like, hey, could you direct us where we can get those golf clubs? And he's like, oh, yeah, right over here. And I'm like, thank you very much. Nothing at all, just 
you know, thank you. And then we went to get them. He went up to play. We went to go get our golf clubs. And then we ended up going up to play. Well, we get up there and there's no one else there but him and his son and me and my mom. I, on the one hand, was trying to actually um, just set up and we were going to play and they were already started and playing golf at that moment. And so we ended up playing and I remember my mom looking over towards his way going, hmm, he's looking this way, Donna. He's checking you out. And I'm like, mom, <laughs> you know, kind of mom, stop it. But I do recall looking over his way several times myself and just kind of just really aware that he was there. And then my mom proceeds to say, you know, he's really tall. I'm like, yeah, he is very tall and very handsome. And we maybe just looked at each other's way here or there or whatever. Nothing, again, romantic or anything like that on the ship. We end up leaving. Uh, later that day, there was kind of a meet and greet. And it was funny because I remember going down realizing that there was a meet and greet and I ended up seeing my, who is my husband now, sitting and chatting with a couple of ladies. And I thought, oh, you know, I really thought we kind of had this kind of just interest in each other. And then I was like, well, maybe he's not interested. And, you know, I just wasn't sure at that point. Found out later that it was a meet and greet, but they put people together. It wasn't like you had a choice of the matter. They just said, hey, you talk with this person and this person. And then they kind of just did this kind of meet and greet thing. So later that evening, he and his son ended up being down by where they had some music. And so we started actually interacting and talking a little bit in that and just really got to know each other just a little bit, not a lot. And then he ended up leaving early and I ended up leaving, going to see my mom. And then later the next day, we just kept bumping into each other. Like everywhere we went, it seemed like he was always close by or in the same vicinity that we were in. And the crazy part about that is that you usually never see the same person very often. It's rare because there's just so many thousands of people on the ship and it's a big ship, right? But we kept running into each other all over. And one time we were actually in the dining room and there was very few seating around. And so I had a seat. My mom and I had a seat. Kelly, which is the gentleman that I ended up marrying actually was looking for a seat at the time. And I remember him searching around looking for a place to be. And we just happen to have two seats by us. So I'm like, hey, you know, we have two seats here. If you want, you're welcome to sit here. And so he sure enough did. And he was kind of, you could tell he was excited to sit down next to us. And we just had this really nice, beautiful conversation. I remember at one point looking over at him and saying, wow, you have the most beautiful blue eyes, which he does. His blue eyes are just absolutely amazing. And of course he got a little 
flush and embarrassed a little bit and uh, it was super sweet. But the cool part about that was that his son and my mom actually got along really well. And so they started talking, which allowed us to have a really nice conversation. And that was really cool. Then we ended up deciding that we were going to go to a show later that evening. And he had asked if we were going to go. I was like, yeah, actually, we are going to go to that. And he's like, well, if you want, we can go and meet you down there. We'd love to, if you want to sit, you know, close to each other. I was like, sure, sounds good. So we ended up going to this show. Well, when we get to the show, this is a part I'm going to share with you. But at the time, we both did not know this happened. So I ended up going to the show and we walked in and he just kind of guided me from behind, just slightly touched the back of my back. And I remember this shivering chills just went through my spine. I started getting this feeling, something that I can't even really explain other than it just sh sent shivers down my spine. Now later, as Kelly and I were talking, I shared with him what happened and he said to me, oh my gosh, I know exactly what you're talking about because I remember when I touched you, the same thing, he felt this electrifying kind of energy. And I truly believe that could possibly be just that we connected so well that it was like the universe saying, God saying, this is your soulmate. And of course, at the time we didn't think that or realize that. And there was actually nothing romantic on this ship at all. It was very just friendly, nice. Yes, we got a few opportunities to sit and chat and talk, which was wonderful to get to know each other just a little bit more. But really, it was just very casual. But at the very end of our cruise, Kelly had come to my cabin and he brought his book that he had brought on this ship. And he also put his email inside this book and he addressed it to me. And the book was called, I know you guys are going to want to know what this is. The book is called The Millionaire Course, I think is what it's called, The Millionaire Course. And it's not what you think it is. It truly is like concepts inside of it that... It's saying what kind of person you need to be to be able to attract the things that you're desiring. And it was talking about having a relationship with God, praying often, tithing in some way. Now, he didn't say necessarily tithing. He said giving back like 10% or giving back somewhere, you know, your finances. And there was just many things in this that he talked about that was totally in lines with what I believed. And so the crazy part is it's a pretty big book, but I read it all the way home. I had a long trip home, kind of an extended long trip. And so I ended up reading that book from cover to cover. 
And when I finished, I remember thinking, wow, if he has half the qualities in this book, he is a pretty neat guy. And, and what I kept thinking to myself, because we had some really profound conversations on the ship, and I kept thinking, now, he couldn't have got off the ship and got this book. And there was actually a few scribbles on the cover of the book, so I could tell that he had had it, like one of his kids had probably marked on it, you know, things like that. But I just remember thinking that in my head, like, man, I wonder if he got off the ship and got this. I'm like, no, that's not possible. Like he didn't have time and, you know, we were in Mexico and we were some other places. So I know that that was something that he actually brought on the ship for himself to actually read. So that's kind of what started my kind of just really feeling like, wow, this could be the kind of person that I want to be around and, and maybe get to know more. And so we started emailing and we would email each other often. And I remember just being so excited to see his email and same thing for him. He was looking forward to seeing mine. And it kind of went back and forth that way for a little while. And then he started opening up to me and sharing with me some of the things about him that I did not know. And he said to me these exact words he wrote, you can run now if you want to. And I remember being maybe just a little like, ooh, concerned for sure. But the more I heard about his story and the more I understood the things that kind of happened in his life, I realized that, you know what, this is a really good guy. He's trying to do the right thing. He wants to do the right thing. It's just circumstances and things kind of have led him in a different direction. So let me explain what I mean. So Kelly had been married twice before. And you know, you think, ooh, one time, maybe twice, ooh, what's wrong with him kind of thing, right? <laughs> At least that's what I was thinking. And I, I thought, okay, well, he seems pretty nice and genuine, but you just don't know. People put their best foot forward and those kind of things. But I decided that I did want to get to understand a little bit more and get to know him a little bit more. So we started texting and we would text every day, all day long. I don't even know how I got work done during that time because I was always texting. He was always texting, which we both had jobs that allowed us the opportunity to be able to do that, but still be able to get our work done. So that was kind of cool. And then we transitioned to calling. And once we transitioned to calling, oh my goodness, it was like next level. We started talking to each other every night. I would talk to him for at least two hours, sometimes three. And we were both staying up super late and not getting as much sleep. But when you're in that phase of that kind of love phase, you really don't care. You know, it's like you just want to get to know this person. 
So I remember when he decided, you know, it's probably time that we actually meet for an actual date. And of course I was excited, but a little not sure just because I didn't really know. I mean, I, the crazy part is I felt like I knew him so well, but I only knew him on the phone. You know, I hadn't actually had very much encounter with him except for what we had on the ship, which was just a little bit here and there. So my girlfriend, I remember she was like, okay, I want all his information, all his stuff. And so I gave her everything, you know, she's like, just in case he's some kind of crazy guy. And the funny part is, is I found out later, his best friend did the same thing for him. Like, you never know, she might be a psycho. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of funny. And so we ended up meeting for our first date and Oh my goodness. It was like next level. We knew that we really had a lot in common. We knew we really liked each other, but we kind of wanted to see is there chemistry there or not. And it was fireworks, I have to say. <laughs> it was amazing. And we went to dinner at this steakhouse and it was absolutely amazing. It was the best atmosphere. They had a little table for us. It was kind of tucked away in a little room, almost just us in there. There were a few others, but they really weren't close to us. And we were right by the fireplace and it was just magical. It was absolutely amazing. And after dinner, we ended up, you know, he kissed me and I, that was when I just knew that he, I, I don't know how I knew that he was the one, but there was just something inside of me telling me that, wow, there's something here because we definitely had the chemistry for sure. And then after that, he ended up talking every night and we just enjoyed the time together that we had. And I remember telling him, just be who you are. Don't be who you think I want you to be. Just be you and I'll be me. And if we work, great. If we don't, that's okay too. And of course, you guys know the end of the story. We ended up getting married and have had a beautiful relationship. We've been married 12 years and I don't regret it at all. He's an amazing man. He treats me so well. We get along so well. We literally just mesh. I don't know how to explain it other than we enjoy each other's company. We love being together and it's beautiful. I am just so grateful that I met this man and that we have this beautiful life together. And I'm grateful to be able to share my story with you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. There's more to the story. So maybe I'll tell you a little bit more as we go along. But this is basically how I met the man of my life, my soulmate. And I hope this helps you to think about how you can actually meet your soulmate as well. Because we all have a soulmate out there. There's someone for everyone. And I just appreciate each and every one of you for being here today. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now, and I will give you a free download of my blessed 
morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.